armed world, viewing war as a crusade and demanding unconditional surrender does not make sense. As historian John W. Spanier writes, all-out war has become an irrational instrument of national policy, for nations do not generally defend their national interest by immolating themselves. Both sides recognized this fact in the Cuban Missile Crisis of 1962. When the Soviet Union began building missile sites in Cuba, the survival of the United States was at stake. President John F. Kennedy told the Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev that if he did not remove the missiles, they would be removed by force, whether or not this brought on nuclear war. Khrushchev backed down at once. The missile crisis proved that total wars are impossible between nuclear powers. Faced with its destruction, a nuclear power will use the bomb. Hence, no leader will risk obliteration of his country in order to defeat another nuclear power. This was the actual reality in 1950 as well. Top leaders in the Truman administration recognized it, but many belligerent Republicans did not. Yet the possibility of nuclear war was ever-present from August 1949, when the Russians detonated an atomic bomb and began an intense drive to build more. Americans still remembered with pride that World War II had been a crusade pursued to unconditional surrender. They liked to think that this was how they should fight all their wars. The realization that this no longer was possible in the nuclear age had not fully penetrated the public's consciousness. But it did so in the crisis between MacArthur and Truman in 1950 and 1951. In this collision between opposing concepts of how the nation should be governed, Americans confronted the implications of all-out war. They chose limited war. A movement to eradicate communism was not a reasonable objective by 1950. The Democratic Truman administration had adopted a far less combative program. It was seeking to avoid challenging the communists by following the containment policy, outlined by George F. Kennan, attaché at the U.S. Embassy in Moscow, in his famous Long Telegram of February 22, 1946. In this telegram, Kennan recommended that the Western democracies should not attempt to eliminate communism or to recover territories communists already possessed. Instead, they should resist all future communist expansion. The Kremlin, he wrote, would not take unnecessary risks and, if defied, would retreat. Western challenges would force the Soviet Union to concentrate more and more resources on non-productive military equipment and less on better living standards for the people. The Soviets could not endure this competition indefinitely, Kennan felt, because the industrial power of communist countries was no match for the vast economic superiority of the West. Kennan believed the Soviet state would ultimately implode, and the Soviet empire in Eastern Europe would break free. In effect, Kennan and Truman were waiting on the Soviet Union to suffer a slow death. Kennan sketched out the new approach. Our task is to compel the Soviet government either to accept combat under unfavorable conditions, which it will never do, or withdraw. In this way, we can contain Soviet power until the Russians tire of the game. 
Cannon saw that containment was in line with the thinking of the renowned 19th-century Prussian military theorist Karl von Clausewitz. He wrote, War is a mere continuation of policy by other means. The political view is the object. War is the means. Does the cessation of diplomatic notes stop the political relations between different nations and governments? Is not war merely another kind of writing and language for political thoughts? This was also the opinion of Sun Tzu, the ancient Chinese military sage. Both he and Clausewitz held that wars should be pursued only as far as political aims can be perceived, and not a step further. Cannon elaborated on his strategy at Yale on October 1, 1946. The West needed a long-term policy designed to keep the Russians confronted with superior strength at every juncture where they might otherwise be inclined to encroach, but needed to enact this...